Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. We're talking blues hockey. It's the Joey Vitale Report on 101 ESPN. Brought to you by the Electrical Connection. When you need quality electrical work for your home or business, visit electricalconnection.org. Smallman, Dan McLaughlin, Randy Carricker. Great to have you with us on 101 ESPN, the home of the Blues. The Blues are back in action tomorrow against Arizona again, and they'll play the Coyotes on Monday night as well. Originally, there was a Sunday game scheduled against, did I say Colorado? Arizona tomorrow. There was a Saturday-Sunday weekend series scheduled with Colorado. That will not take place because of COVID issues. So uh, the Blues will have Super Bowl Sunday off. The Blues broadcasters will have Super Bowl Sunday off. So Joe Vitale can be home to prepare a glorious Super Bowl party spread for his family, his growing family, by the way. Uh, Joey V is with us on the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line. Good morning, sir. How you doing? Hey, Randy. All you guys, I'm doing really good today. Thanks for asking. Hey, congratulations on uh, child number five on the way. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, Randy. I appreciate it. You know, it's one of those things where my wife and I, we wanted to have a big family. We had our daughter last March. We were going to wait a year or two before we had another one if we were going to do that. I think it was around November where everything got re-shut down, restaurants were shut down, and I looked at my wife, I kind of gave her a look, I said, hey, you know, we're not doing anything anyway, we're not missing much, why don't we try to have this baby now and knock it out? It seemed like a practical idea at the time, so uh, I don't know. Man, you're prolific. Wow. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I, can't, I can't tell you, man, I love these little kids, and we have so much fun, and uh, without them in this pandemic, I, I tell you what, it'd be, it'd be tough, they keep me busy. They keep me honest. They keep me very humble. Uh, it's a it's a tough it's a tough gig being a parent, as, as anyone out there will tell you. I mean, you know, and Dan as well, and and uh, it's it's something, but it's a lot of fun. Okay, before we get to the glorious red jerseys in last night's game, oh. let's talk about Sunday. You haven't had much time to think about this because you didn't know you were going to have a family Super Bowl get together. So you got to be quick. You're going to head down the street to Schnooks and pick things up so that you can have a great family Super Bowl spread. What is item number one, two on your list? Well, as soon as I saw that the Blues were going to have Super Bowl Sunday off, my mind immediately went to uh, I got to figure out the, the, the times for the hill. Like I went on the hill. I got to get my cheeses, my meats. Um, instead of ordering pizza, we're going to make it kind of an activity with the kids where I'm going to be making the sourdough bread dough. Uh, the pizza dough, uh, probably starting tonight. And I'm going to let that kind of hang out all day in the fridge tomorrow, Saturday. I'm going to pull it out on Sunday. That way the dough is ready to go. So we're going to try to make it like an activity. We're not just ordering pizza. We're going to have the kids kind of get involved a little bit, make some pizzas. You know, we might order some wings a little bit. Uh, but all in all, again, it's just going to be kind of a quiet uh, COVID uh, party. But the kids and I will do squares. 
Uh, it's really fun. We, we gamble with each other. We, we bet on the coin toss. The kids get all freaked out when, when the heads or tails and we make it a fun event. And, and of course it's uh, it's going to be a great day. I'm looking forward to the game, of course. And, and I know it's a bummer about the blues and kind of everything going on with COVID around this division, unfortunately, but the silver lining of course is all these players and, and staff uh, a lot from both teams will now be able to spend some time with people they love the most on a, on a pretty cool day. All right, Joe, it sounds like a great time, but we have to bring you into the hot topic of the day. Some controversy here on Carriker and Smallman. Randy and I really like the reverse retro jerseys. Dan does not. So we need a verdict from you. What did you think of them? I like it. I'm sorry, Dan. I'm sorry, Dan. I'm yeah. sorry. Listen, you're talking to a millennial here, Dan. Okay, no, no offense to your age. You know, you're not that old. But but this is a young. <laughs> he just called me old. It's okay. No, I said no. I said you're not that old, yeah. Dan. You gotta listen. Okay, come I on. Listened, I listened loud and clear. Go right ahead. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, it's a millennial thing. I think it's a cool, cool color. Uh-huh. I thought it popped really well. I thought it was a good pop. Chris Kerber hated it. Uh, me and him were going back and forth on the broadcast last night. But uh, to me. I think it pops well. I think it kind of brings out that that cool like retro red with the kind of uh, flashy colors. And unfortunately for the Blues, it didn't really bring them all kinds of luck last night. But uh, again, I thought uh, I think it was, it was good to spice things up. Joey, uh, you know I respect you greatly. Yes, greatly. you do. And uh, I, you. I, I find you. you as a great broadcaster. I I find that uh, your work to to have children is commendable. I had uh, four and three and a half years, and, and you're beating me, so I find that commendable. Wow. Um, but this, this take on the jerseys is not commendable. It's not. And I think you need to really take a hard look at what you saw last night and maybe watch the film and, and watch that and say, that is a red mess down there. That's not Blues hockey. Well, you know, what I will say is this. You know, when you talk in the post game last night's game, or you're thinking about, I ran into one for a great run this morning with some of my buddies. We do it every Friday morning, and and everyone's talking about how much they don't like the jerseys. And and you know what? At the end of the day, guys, as we all know, if after that game last night, everyone's um, moping and whining about the color of the Blues jersey, but they're okay with how they've been playing, I would consider that probably a success. <laughs> That's correct. Lewis. That's right. Now, if they would have won, maybe I had a little different feeling about uh, it. But you know, it's maybe. just. They're terrible. What what happened in that game? Well, I think that the, the, the first thing um, you look at was it's kind of a deja vu groundhog day from the first game of Arizona right into the second game. I think it was the first game they were being shot 11-1 to start that game. They get down in a whole one nothing. Now, what happened in game one? They had a great response. They started being physical halfway through that first period, started throwing the body around, and then all of a sudden, boom, it just they took off, right? Uh, Arizona, same thing last night's game. They were out shooting the Blues instead of 11-1. I think it was 11-2. Uh, they got that great goal on the back end from Nick Schmaltz to kind of get on the board right there. And, and you start thinking, okay, we've been here before. The Blues will kind of bounce back and snap out of it like they did the other night. Well, the unfortunate thing is you got Rick Tockett and you got the Arizona Coyotes team. They probably learned a lot of lessons from that game one as far as how they got ahead in that game. They had all the momentum. And they let the Blues take over control of that game. Arizona last night, guys, was a, a different situation for me compared to all the other double game sets we've seen all year. The big thing for St. Louis Blues all year has been they've always won the first game, always taken care of business then. But then the second game, they've always kind of fallen off a little bit. How can we start stringing some games together? It was the same story last night, but the only thing that was different was this. Arizona in the second game, yes, they lost the first game, but also they were a team that lost five out of the last seven, all in regulation. They would not grab a point out of five of the last seven games. And I mentioned this on the broadcast for the game. Rick Tockett is a go-getter kind of coach. You know the message in that locker room is this. We've lost five out of the last seven. 
If we don't start making some A very quickly, if we don't stop this bleeding right now and start grabbing some points, guys, we're going to play ourselves out of this playoff series within three weeks. And that's the truth. So that's why the desperation, the urgency for the Arizona Coyotes was an all-time premiere last night. They came out hard. They finished hard. The Blues made it interesting last night. But, uh, but unfortunately, the, the red jerseys, uh, they, it didn't bring them any luck. And I thought it would, too, because you, you look at red. Uh, red's typically a fast color. You know, like if you ever if you ever get like a red Ferrari, you, your insurance apparently is higher than like a, a black Ferrari hmm. because red red pops for cops. So red's uh, we, we've talked about this before. That's why the the color red on a stoplight's red because it it really jumps out at you because the most dominant color when you're out driving is green because you see green grass, you see green trees, you see brown, right? So it's a lot of green. If you look at the opposite end of the color spectrum. What is the opposite, uh, opposite color of green is red. And that's why they make the stop sign red because it really jumps out at you. It stops you. So for cops who are looking at cars, it's the same thing. They're looking at constantly greens everywhere, different shades of greens. So when they see a red car, if a red car is going 60 or a black car is going 60, the red car is going to look faster because it pops. So back to that point, I thought the red was going to bring us some speed and some looks, but it didn't, didn't happen. Joey, you always have so much information for us. This is why you're the, the hell best. What are you talking about? But I, I got to ask you this, Joey. So last night, Craig Bruby, this comment popped out to me like a red Ferrari. He said after the game, I believe there's a bunch of individuals in there that do compete and work and they're ready to play, but we have too many that aren't. And if that's the case, you're going to have a tough time winning. That's the bottom line. Now, this is not the first time we've heard shades of this from Craig Bruby. So when he's saying things like this about some members of the team not necessarily competing as hard as they need to, how does that translate in the locker room? room well it's hard right i mean there's definitely a, a clear message sent across uh, the airwaves last night for the st louis blues everyone's on twitter everyone's on instagram everyone's going to see the headlines people these players are smart it's not like you can get away with things anymore where your coach could call you out and you don't even know about it i mean players will know about it so i think that that's why he did that i think he did it in a constructive way he didn't call out any individual players he's got a great way of doing things like this let's kind of break down what he said last night uh, on, on a more molecule level to where he was talking about the end of the game so at the end of the game, the Blues are down 3 nothing. He sends a group of veterans out there on a 6-on-5 play, and they get a goal. It's a great goal by Mike Hoffman. You have Perron out there. You have O'Reilly out there. You have Tori Krug out there. You have your, your veteran guys are on the ice. You get a goal, right? They got another goal. Of course, you know, David Perron then gets on the board, right? Or excuse me, it was Ryan O'Reilly from David Perron and Jaden Schwartz behind the net. So your veterans go at it again, okay? Now they need a break. It's 3-2. to two. They need a break. So you have to throw someone else out there. So what did they do? He throws out a bunch of young fours out there. You know, you got the Kairos and the Thomases and the Sanfords, guys that haven't been around the league as much anymore. I think Craig Berube was a little disappointed by how those young guys went out there and handled that six on five. You need a goal. You're down by one, but most importantly, you're trying to give these veterans a rest who just scored two goals to try to go out there and tie it up. So not only do they not score, they actually got a goal scored against them to make it a four on two. That's the frustrating part because the Blues really could have tied that game up and won that game. But I think he was really um, upset and discouraged by the lack of urgency out of that second group that went out there six on five, some of those younger guys. But to me, guys, listen, you're not going to have everyone pulling the rope every single game all year long. It's just it's impossible to do. I consider this a good thing because when you look at groups of, or that are pulling the rope and groups that are lagging behind, you always want the group pulling the rope that are your veterans because it's very easy to pull the young guys into the fight. What, where you get nervous is with, with a lot of teams – when they have two, two groups and there's a big separation of that urgency, when you have young guys that are pulling the rope, like a, like a Detroit Red Wings when Robbie Fabry's taking off, right? You see it all over the league. Ottawa Center, a lot of young guys are turning and burning. But the veterans are lagging behind. That's the concerning point when you're a coach because when you don't have your, your veterans buying all in, then you can't bring the young guys into a fight. So this will be corrected. 
This is a simple fix. The veterans are going. The coach knows that. Now it's about the coach giving that message to the veterans. Now the veterans filtering down to the young guys and saying, hey, boys, we need you here. And the young guys have such great authority for this that they're going to respond very well, I think, in the near future. Hey, Joey, one more quick thing. You mentioned Robert Thomas there at the end of the game. You mentioned him before the game last night. What do you expect from Robert Thomas? What What does he need to do to get to where you expect him to be? I think Robert Thomas just needs a great Super Bowl Sunday, if that makes any sense at all. I think he he needs to get away from the game. He needs to get away from the rink. This is a player that is super talented. He's got maybe the best vision of any player on the team. His playmaking ability as an all-time top. Uh, he, he can do amazing, amazing things. Now, he's not doing it right now. He's having a little bit of puck luck, uh, not really going his way. He's got a new linemate, Mike Hoffman. His other buddy, Tyler Bozak, has been hurt. So he's got different wingers kind of coming in and out, right? He's trying to get the matchups. And the more, the more he, he's trying to perform and it doesn't happen, the more pressure he, he's putting on himself. And that more pressure is leading to being a very discouraged player. I've been on that situation where you just feel like you're in quicksand. And the harder you're working, the farther you're falling, right? We've all been in that situation before, and that's where Robert Thomas is right now. So if I'm the coach of this team, or I'm Robert Thomas, I'm telling him, let's go out there tomorrow, let's, let's get after it, let's try to keep competing, keep having urgency. But after tomorrow's game, uh, just, just get away. Just, just get away from everything. Turn off your phone, get away from the rink, have a day off, watch some football, and sometimes just those mental breaks can kind of get you in a different frame of mind, and hopefully by Monday you come back next week and you're in a better place. But right now, uh, without question, Robert Thomas will be the first one to tell you that the desperation, the battle, the battle on pucks, it just isn't there. I mean, you look at that, that goal that the, uh, the Coyotes scored last night, game, the pucks on the goal line, and there's two Blues players around it, and then the Coyotes just win the battle. It's just that simple. So it really is a mental thing for, for Robert Thomas. Confidence is something you cannot give a player. It's only earned, but it's earned through hard work. And that's what Robert has to get back to, just playing hard, playing urgent, playing physical. And it's amazing when you do those things, how the dominoes kind of fall in your favor, and then all of a sudden you start getting points again. Joey, when you played, you were probably one of those guys that never talked to the media. Uh, you probably never really <laughs> said much after a tough loss. You didn't really like to deal with the media, weren't you? Hey, you, know, you, know funny? you know what's funny, Dan? Yeah. The only time the media ever wanted to talk to me was like between <laughs> periods or after games where we got blown out like yeah. 6 nothing, where no one wants to talk. So, <laughs> hey, you know, Joe will talk to us. And of course, of course, me, I'm like, hey, so like I'm yeah. excited. I, I gave him the time of the day. I was out there. I'm like, hey, ask more questions. This is great. No one yeah. ever talks to me. This is awesome. Well, it's great. You're <laughs> awesome, buddy. Thanks for doing this as always. Hey, thank you guys. You guys have a wonderful weekend. Enjoy Super Bowl Sunday, uh, and then we'll see. We'll talk to you guys next week. You bet. Thanks, Joey. Joe Vitale with us on 101 ESPN. Let me guess. Unknown caller. You could reduce the number of unwanted calls and emails with online privacy protection. The latest innovation from Discover will help regularly remove your personal info, like your name and address, from 10 popular people search websites that could sell your data. And we'll do it for free. Activate in the Discover app. See terms and learn more at discover.com slash online privacy protection. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit livexlive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.